I mean, I mean, I, I grew up in a storefront church on, on Rockaway Boulevard, and they would sing songs like, you can't make me doubt him. Just nudge your neighbor and say, neighbor, I know too much about him. I know too much about him. You can't make me doubt him in my heart. I got the love of Jesus. And I don't know about you, but I'm glad to be saved. Lord have mercy. Look at somebody down your row and just say, neighbor, on this row, we got praises on this row. I'm glad to be saved. How about you? Now, if you ain't glad to be saved, you may need to get back in your car. Well, hang out, because today's your day. Well, tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm saved, I'm saved, I'm saved, I'm saved, I'm saved. Holy Ghost filled, sanctified, got Jesus on my side, running for my life. All right, TJ. <laughs> I'm glad to be saved. And so, uh, let's get right to it. Uh, thank you so much for your hospitality, your love, and I'm honored. Thank God for Elder Terry. Thank you again, sir, for inviting me. Your Minister Barry, thank you so much, man of God. Thank you. I'm honored to have been asked, amen, to, to pass the West, to pass the West, amen. God bless you, one of God. Amen. And to all the elders and Levites here, amen. Let's go to the word of the Lord. Um, Luke 13. Luke 13. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I sense somebody's going to walk out of this room with a miracle. I came in this room packing with somebody's miracle. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm going to get a blessing before I leave here. That's going to shift my whole family line. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to ricochet. Hallelujah. 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 All right. Luke 13, beginning at verse number 10 down to 17. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity, 18 years, and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day and said unto the people, there are six days in which men ought to work and them therefore come and be healed and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered him and said, thou hypocrite. Doth not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or his ass from the stall and lead him away to water him? And ought not this woman, 
being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan hath bound. Lo, these 18 years be loose from this bond on the Sabbath day. And when he had said these things, all his adversaries were ashamed. And all the people rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. It is from verse number 16, the A clause, where I want to take my thought. And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, Read the rest of it here. Whom Satan hath bound, loose these 18 years, be loose from this bond on the Sabbath day. Our subject this afternoon, just real simple, is the one thing that changes everything. Look at your neighbor and say, the one thing that changes everything. Somebody look at somebody across the room and catch them eyeball to eyeball and say, the one thing that changes everything. She woke up as she did any other morning, yawning as she sat up, mentally preparing herself on the Sabbath day event. Suffice it enough, she hadn't quite seen much the day before. I wonder in my mind if she knew what was awaiting her at the synagogue. Of course, we have no recollection of the venue address, nor are we given the name of the ruling elder. Nevertheless, this we do know. A move of God was divinely scheduled that will become the hallmark for this week's services. Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, there's something scheduled for you. Go like this, in this very room today. Her life would become the catalyst for others in releasing glory due to his name. Grace and truth had decided her fate. Heaven was in compliance with the will of God being done in the earth. This wasn't coincidence. This is providence. How she got to the synagogue, we don't know. How she left her there, we do know. Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, we do know how she left. Uh, up to now, week after week, she got in where she could fit in. Was this her first time there? I don't know. Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, I don't know. I don't know. She walked in and heeded to the regular scheduled service. Now, what part did she arrive on? I don't know. Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, I don't know. Were they happy to see her? Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, I don't know. I don't know. Did she have friends who went to the same local assembly? I don't know that either. Was she expecting a shift in her circumstance? I don't know. Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, I don't know if she was expecting a shift, but I know this, before I leave, uh, something's going to shift in my life. 
Y'all kind of quiet on this side over here. Type your neighbor and say, neighbor, before I leave this room, something is going to shift in my circumstance. There's a shift going down. You sitting here and you don't know at your address, the Holy Ghost has already released angels to deal with what you got to deal with this week. Type your name and say, neighbor, it's going down this week. I expect a shift. I expect a move of God. I expect God to do something in me that will catapult through me into the life of other people. Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, something good is going to happen to you. Something good, something good, something good. Or Roberts used to sing that when his show came on. Something good is going to happen. Jesus from Nazareth is passing your way. He's coming, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. The Holy Ghost is going to change things around. I don't know. I don't know where you are under the sound of my voice. You're all dressed up. You look good. You smell good. Your hair is nicely done. You got your makeup on. You got your hair cut. You got your toe, toes done, your fingernails done. But let me tell you something. There's some time you can be dressed up and dealing with stuff that nobody else has a clue. But how many know Jesus knows all about Hallelujah. Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, there's a move of God today. There's a move of God. There's a move of God. It started in the morning service. And God came this afternoon to give you your double portion, to give you another dose. I don't know what that woman woke up that morning and expected. I can't tell you I wasn't there. One thing I do know is this, whether she was expecting it, it was expecting her. I don't see how you can sit here and look at me like that. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, whether you know it or not, the Holy Ghost got something that he's going to do with you and do through you. That's going to change the life of thousands of people. Even if you never make it to a pulpit, that don't mean that God cannot give you a platform. Everybody's rushing to get up here, and you don't know at your job, at the laundromat, at the pizza shop, God can use you to grab somebody and pull them up to where God. I feel like talking to y'all today. Really do. I feel like talking to you. Just a little chit chat. Little chit chat. So I don't know. I don't know if she was expecting it, but it was expecting her. The miraculous release was in the atmosphere. He knew the section. Talking about Jesus now. He comes in, right? And he's teaching. Watch this. Watch. The organ is not going, the drums are not beating. But the power of God to free was there. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. He was teaching. Watch this. Watch this. He knew the section. He knew the row. He knew the same seat. And he knew who was sitting there. And since Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, he knows where you're at. He knows what seat you got. He knew what section you was going to sit in. He knew what you came in here with. 
Tell your neighbor, he already knows, he already knows, he already knows. No, wrong neighbor, find another neighbor and testify to him and say, neighbor, he knows already, he knows already. Uh, look at him, look at him in their face and say, he's already fully aware of it. He's already a full aware of it. See, all of us got an it. All of us got an it. All of us coming here with an it. Uh, my it ain't like your it, but he's already know, he knows about the it. Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, the same power is here to change the it, the it, the it, the it. Oh, y'all going to sit here and look at me like y'all don't have no it. I know you got perfecting faith. I know you're perfecting your faith as you walk with God. But all of us got a situation that the power of God wills to invade. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, he already knows, he already knows. And when I say he, I'm talking about the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost knows about it. Something good is going to happen to you. This very day, Jesus of Nazareth is passing your way. The Holy Spirit, which is Jesus in his unlimited form, is here. He said, I go away. I'm sending another one just like me. Oh, Jesus. Different in detail. He'll walk with you. He'll guide with you. He'll be with you. Hmm. Watch this. He's been here all day. Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, he's been here all day. Matter, matter of fact, testify to your neighbor before we go further and look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I didn't come in here. I didn't come in here looking for him. I brought him in here with me. Oh God, Jesus. oh God, I didn't come in here looking for no move of God. I walked in here with a move of God. Oh, see, there's a, there's a, there comes a time in our walk where, watch this, watch it. You, you want a blessing, but then you begin to matriculate and you understand, I didn't just come to get a blessing. I came that I might be a blessing. Watch this. Looking back in, in hindsight from the program, Jesus is up giving a word of exhortation. He's teaching. Watch this. So we do know that the service was orderly. It did have order to it. This is religion at its best. Oh, I'm going somewhere. People have traveled to adhere the, uh, the rabbi discourse for the day. Their ears were open. Their mouths were shut. They did no more than what they were perhaps instructed until they came to the part of the bulletin where it probably read program subject to change. You know how you go to church and it says at the bottom program subject to change. Oh, God. Watch this. Watch it. Uh, I want to ask, ask a question. You know, I was reading this, and I asked the Holy Ghost. I said, I wonder if they were ready for it that day. Because the ruler of the synagogue, he, he got beside himself. Huh. And, 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 and so I, as I thought about it, I said, I wonder if they were ready for that, that, that when they woke up that morning, did they know that there was coming a, a, a guest, a guest, the Holy Spirit himself, Jesus in the flesh, the word of God in the flesh, was going to stop 
by the synagogue that day and release this woman from what she'd been dealing with for 18 years. Tap your neighbor, say, neighbor, I don't know how long your situation has been. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I don't know, I don't know. And you can, you can be in relationship with God, but that don't mean that somewhere there's a situation not plaguing you or attaching itself to you to frustrate you, to aggravate you, to make you doubt God, to make you, to make you back up on what God is asking you to come to. I don't know. For some people, you know what I realize, y'all? For some people, it's okay to just have a quick in, in and out service. It's okay for them. For some people, a, a quick, serene service. Tap in there and say, neighbor, that's good too. That's good too. That's good. It's okay. For some people, I realize it's okay to have tradition, fear, and ignorance parade itself as the rule of the day. The rule of the day. As if it's okay. But tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, that's, that's all well and good, but I need his presence. 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 I need it. I enjoy the choir. God knows I enjoy all that, but I need his presence. I need his presence. I I don't want to get dressed and come to church and there's no presence of God. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to come to church. I don't know if you like me, but I'm tired of going to places and there's no presence of God. People come in one way, leave out the same way, don't expect nothing. Oh, but you ought to thank God for a ministry where you can come and engage the presence of God. Where you can come and hear the word of the Lord. I don't know. I don't know. Back, 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 back that day, when you look at it, when you look at it, Jesus announces something to this woman. He said, woman, thou art loose. You are loose. And when I did a study on the word loose, it means this. I came to free you fully. I came to dismiss. Ah, the word loose means I came to divorce you from that situation. Ah, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, today is your day to be loose. Touch your other neighbor. Say, neighbor, be loose. Be loose in Jesus' name. Be loose. Be loose. Be loose. Sound mind. Give me some more, please. Uh, uh, I don't know. You know what I realized? You know what I realized? When you come around places and, 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 and there's nothing like you want to come to church and you want to praise God and the people sitting next to you just act like you disturbing them. But look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you don't know what I've been through. Uh, every time I turn around, he keeps on doing something for me. Come here, Clark sisters. Excuse me, what you want, battle? Every time I turn around, he keeps on making a way. Uh, how many know that every time you turn around, you didn't deserve it, but because of the blood. Every time I turn around, he blessing me. Every time I turn around, why? Because there's one thing that changes everything. Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, you got to excuse me. You got to excuse me. You got to excuse me. I don't mean to make you nervous. If my praise makes you nervous, today you're going to have a nervous breakdown. Ah, if praising God makes you nervous, then today you're going to lose it. Save me from a horrible pit. Save me. Wrote my name in the book of life. I got a reason to praise the Lord. Watch this. I'm going past getting blessed with a house, getting blessed with a car. Some of y'all been in car accidents and you should be six feet under. But look where you're at. I'm sitting in his presence. 
Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, you got to excuse me. You got to excuse me. You got to excuse me. I think we ought to take a praise break right now and slap that devil and let, let hell know I'm still here. But by the grace of God, I'm still here. If you don't want to praise him, that's fine with me. But I got to praise him. You know what you ought to do? You know what you ought to do? You ought to tap your neighbor next to you and let's do a road check. Touch your neighbor and say Jesus and see what happened. Just touch your neighbor. I came to praise him. I came to praise him. I came to praise him. I came to give him glory at the 3 o'clock hour. I came. 10, 10 o'clock was good. 11 o'clock was good. But when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all. Don't make me keep my mouth closed. Not gonna make me. Well, you know, I I just don't I just don't I just don't praise God like that. You know, I just I just more. Yeah, until we follow you home. And your favorite TV show is on. Sports is on. And you yelling, especially if you got children. Your mouth is open. You're screaming. Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor. The same God that said, be still and know. Also say, praise him on the loud symbols. Praise him. Make a joyful noise. For some people, that's all they can make is noise. God, I can't hit that. No, I can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't hit that key. But watch this. When I do open my mouth, he recognizes my voice. You know what I love about God? With all the people that's connected to the body of Christ, he knows your voice distinctly from them people in the back. And the people in the back, he knows your voice. So watch this. Everybody ought to take a few minutes and put your, mo put your mouth in this moment and open up your mouth and act like you know. Woman, Thou art loose. Today I free you fully. Today I divorce you from that situation. Today I dismiss it. There's nothing more to talk about. It's over. Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. If you receive that by faith, it's over. It's over. It's over. What you were dealing with, it's over. It's over. My child ain't acting right. My husband ain't acting right. My wife ain't acting right. They coming against me on the job. It's over. It's over. There's going to be a shift in 24 hours. I just heard that in the Holy Ghost. I just heard that in the Holy Ghost. There's going to be a shift within 24 hours. Somebody's going to get a testimony. Just looked at her, laid his hands on her, impartation, and said to her, woman, fall loose. Watch this, though. Here's the part that got me, because I like to read my Bible. And I noticed, right, when it came down to Bartimaeus, 
The Bible was clear. He's blind. In Luke 5, when it came down to the man with the, with the hand, the Bible was clear. Withered hand. When it came down to Lazarus, it's clear. He's dead. So what I noticed when I, when I read this, it was clear. This woman had a spirit of infirmity. She didn't have the infirmity. She had a spirit of it. Watch this. Watch this. When you, when you do a study on the word spirit, it has to do with your mental disposition. Oh God. Your mindset. So what was showing up in this woman's physical started in her mental You'd be surprised how many people come to church and in their mind, they're against themselves. I, I don't think God loves me. I don't think he loves me. I don't think he's for me. I know I messed up. But how many know that thank God for the blood? If it wasn't for the shedding, y'all quiet on this blood. I'm trying to understand. She had a spirit of infirmity. So it started in her mindset. As a man thinketh in his heart, can I say something? You are what you think about all day. If you think you broke, I wish the devil would get out of my finances. No, 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 no. We're not going to blame this on him. If the enemy is tormenting you and you belong to God, somewhere in your life, you have given him access. Okay, okay. Let me, you read your Bible, right? Let me, get, let me give you an example. You remember Job? You remember Job? The Bible says every morning he will wake up and make sacrifices. And the Bible says in Job 1 that he said to himself continually, lest my children have sinned against God. Watch this. Every morning he woke up confessing something and then the enemy knew, oh, I can attack Job. I can get him. I can get him. Because watch this. He's not trusting you as much as he say he is. Because he wakes up every morning in fear. I don't know if my children have messed up. And every morning he's making sacrifices. Watch this. It seems like the honorable thing to do. But once the hedge is removed, later on he comes around and says, the thing that I feared the most has come. It came upon me. Because I, I woke up every morning in fear. It's sort of like this. You go to church at 3 o'clock. Sunday morning, then you return for the 3 o'clock service. Watch this. And you leave out of here on fire, and you're excited. But when you put the key in the door, when you get up in the morning to go to your job, your mindset tells you something different. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. She had a spirit of infirmity. She had a spirit of infirmity that kept her bowed over. Kept her. She kept coming to church. But she was bowed over. You'd be surprised how many people come to church walking in straight, but in the spirit realm, they're bowed over. 
grace and peace. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Let me go to my seat. But I'm bowed over because it's how I see myself. No matter what Jesus has accomplished at the cross, I see myself a certain way. Why, 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 why? Because there's a part of me that does not trust. I don't know. I don't know the power of the one thing that changes everything. Huh? But let me fast forward. You know the one thing that changes everything? When Jesus dealt with the ruler of the synagogue, he told her, ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham. She's in covenant. And you know what I like about God? When you are in covenant with him, no matter what you find yourself in. She had a spirit of infirmity. It was her mindset that had her bowed. You'd be surprised how many people sing and they're bowed over. You'd be surprised how many people come to church and they're bowed. You don't see it though. But you know how you can tell? Talk to them. Get them in a conversation. Notice what comes out of their mouth. Well, I, I, just, I just really hope God comes through. Y'all pray for me this way. I'm going to look for a job. I hope I have good luck. I really, I, man of God, such and such and such, does save the Lord. I, I really hope so, Pastor. God wants to use you. Me? No, me. You can't be talking about me. Bow over. 18 years. 18 times 365. How many days is that? And let's not deal with hours and seconds to be bowed over. She went to the family reunion. Bowed over. She went to Roosevelt Field. Bowed over. <laughs> went to the Dove Awards. Probably was preaching while pastor was out of town. Spirit of infirmity. Didn't say infirmity. It said a spirit of it. It attacked you. Watch this. Let me lay my hands on her. And immediately, she stood up. You know what I thought about this? Because the Bible says after that, the ruler of the synagogue got upset. Can I, can I say something to all of you here? You can write it down or whatever you want to do with it. Never expect people who ain't about nothing to be excited about your something. I'm going to say it one more time. Never expect people who ain't about nothing to be excited about your something. He was so busy trying to keep order that he didn't know the God who, who, who introduced the synagogue worship was in the room. How many times do we come to church and we want a move of God and then when it show up, we don't know what to do with it. Oh. Each service is only two hours. 
You know one of the prerequisites for a move of God? If you go to the book, if you go to Acts 1 and Acts 2, the first prerequisite for a move of God is learning how to wait. Ah. I feel, I, feel, I feel like my feet want to testify a little bit here. Hallelujah. Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, there's a move of God coming. There's a move of God. And 18 years is a long time to be waiting. But I come to announce to everybody today, before this day goes out, something good. It's coming, it's coming to your house. It's coming to your health. It's coming to your mindset. Jesus of Nazareth, the Holy Ghost himself, is coming to loose you and to free you. Put you back in your upright position. Your FICO score is good. Bent over. You got a good job. Bent over. Your zip code is right, but you're bent over. Oh, you got influence. We say your name, everybody knows you, but you bent over. They know, they know you so well. They know you so well that when they see you coming, they move to the side. They say, you go to PFC, don't you? You say, yes, I do. I'm one of the evangelists at the church. And watch it. They give you clout. Bent over, bent over, bent over, bent over, bent over. Watch this. You're the only one saved in your family. And everybody looked up to you. But watch this. While they're looking up to you, you're looking down on yourself. Don't tell me. Don't y'all fool with me today. Don't y'all make me come through here today. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, bent over. Filled with the Holy Ghost, but bent over. Because something in my mind is keeping me alienated from the goodness of God showing up. Bent over. I come to church. They usher me in. I know what to say. I beep the car. I come in. I come in. I say, grace and peace. And you would say, grace and peace. I would say to you, praise the Lord. You would say, praise the Lord. And I come in with my Bible all marked up. And I come in and I have me a good seat. But you don't know. In my heart, I'm bent over. You don't know. You don't know what I'm dealing with when I put my kid in the door. I go home to abuse. Don't mess with me in here today, y'all. You don't know. In my mind, in my mind, they're coming up against me. Watch this. And sometimes it's not people coming up against me. It's me coming up against me. Well, I just feel like they don't like me. Did you hear them say they don't like you? No, but I can tell. No, you can't tell. Because watch this. However I feel about myself, I project that onto you. See, if I don't like me, I look at you as you don't like me. If you don't see me as anything, or if I don't see me as anything, I'm going to think 9 out of 10, you feel that same way about me. She went to the synagogue. Can't see nothing. Everything she sees is ground level. Praise the Lord, Mother. How you doing? How you feel? How you feel, sonny boy? How you feel? Grace and peace, Mother. Uh, your assessor ride is outside. Okay. 
uh, uh, mother, how you getting home? I call Uber. <laughs> wait, wait, mother getting older. I don't know if I call Uber or Lyft. <laughs> go, go out there and see what's out there. Go see what's out there. Walking in, bowed over. Put the key in the door. Lord, Lord, I want you to bless me with a husband, a good man that loves you, Lord, and just a provider. Okay, you got blessed. But you put the key in the door, and you bowed over. <laughs> Your husband tell you you're beautiful? You think so? <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> Baby, I love you so much. I don't know why you love me so much. I mean, you have so many other choices. Mentally. Mentally. Mentally, mentally messed up. Mentally bowed over. Mentally bowed over. Mentally bowed over. I see some of y'all sitting here looking at me because you don't want nobody to know because you're scared they're going to take your license and take your ordination from you and your certificate, but we ought to tell the truth to ourselves. Lord, lift me up where I belong. Put me back in my rightful place and don't do it as far as being elevated as far as papers elevate me in my thinking elevate me send me to a ministry that's preaching the full gospel and I just don't want the word I want the word and demonstration if you say you heal I need somebody to be healed if you say you provide I need somebody to be provided before I may not hope that's okay because you know why sometimes you just need somebody to talk to you let's just talk we can let the music start I will get it in but sometimes you need somebody to say hey sit down let's talk when I read my bible the gospel starts in Genesis where are thou? Where you at? Where you at? Where are you? What happened? You ate from that tree, didn't you? God made it so every time you looked at yourself, you thought good. But you didn't tamper with that tree that got you knowing of evil now. God, Jesus. So, 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 don't, don't let you, don't let you be in church thinking a certain way. God, Jesus. Oh, Lord, Jesus. I don't, Lord, Lord, Jesus. Lord. I, 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 I. Where are you? He comes in. He spots that woman. Woman, thou art loose. She gets up in her right position. Let me jaywalk across the text. Here's what I came to say. I feel like this because the glory filled the synagogue. You know what I realized? Glory without relevance is no more than good church. All this glory and you can't be relevant. You're just having good church. This, this, and this is us. 
I understand the job of the preacher is, is to lift up the hearer to see themselves on another level. I, I want you to see yourself like God sees you. Uh, pa pa Pastor, Pastor McClurkin, uh, I just really uh, recently got some glasses, right? So now, I've been driving all this time, been driving since I was like, what, maybe uh, 17, right? With my permit and stuff like that, right? So now watch this. So the doctor went to the doctor, and the doctor said, listen, you're going to need some glasses for your night driving and things like that for your, for your distance and stuff, right? That Pastor West. So I went. So the first, I got picked up my glasses. Well, my wife picked up my glasses, brought them home. So I put them on. I said, wow, these are good. These are my reading glasses. Okay. So I said, well, I'm going, I'm going to work tonight, so while I'm out there, I'll use my other glasses, my distance. You know what my glasses taught me? Sometimes you think you're okay until you look through the lens of another. When, when, when I put my glasses on, I said, wow, I didn't know that I was having problems seeing because I thought all this time I was okay. And when you look at yourself in your natural life, uh, sometimes it don't add up to what God has placed on. And when you look at yourself through the lens of grace and the lens of truth of what heaven says about you, that woman sat there. She thought she was okay. She got used to nurturing dysfunction. You'd be surprised how many people come and they are nurturing dysfunction. Oh, look, this is how I am. i always been like this. And mama used to be like this. And it runs in my family. Not since I've been adopted. Oh, not since I've been adopted. That don't run in my family. Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, that don't run in my family. Holding unforgiveness, that don't run in my family. Oh, having envy, that don't run in my family. Run in my family. That woman was okay nurturing dysfunction. She was okay going to church, bowed over. Not heaven, not Jesus. I'm not okay with you in that position. Let me say this. He touched her, he saw her, he touched her, he loosed her. Here's what I'm saying to you today. What is the one thing that changes everything? Here's what it is. And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, she should, she's entitled because of covenant. See, see, you, you know what I found out? In our Western civilization, we don't, we don't have a true covenant understanding, nor do we have a covenant society. Why do I say that? Do you know the closest thing we have to covenant in our society is contract? Everybody say contract. Watch this. Contract is, when, when I make a contract with you, it's based on protection from weakness. When if, I, if I make a covenant with you, it's based on exchange of strength. Watch this. I come in contract with you in case you fail. God, God, God. The contract is in case you don't perform the things that are asked and required, it protects me. 
God's covenant with you is not based on protecting him from your weakness. Oh, why? Because he knows that already. Watch this. Covenant is saying this is who I am and this is who you are. And we will therefore exchange our strengths. God is not capable of being weak. So the covenant is not to protect us from each other's weakness. And it, it, watch this, the recognition of need, the exchange of strength. Contract is based on protection of weakness. We need no protection from God's weakness. He has none. I said that, right? Watch this, the blood takes care of your failure. Tap your neighbor, say neighbor, the blood takes care of your failure. Oh, no, 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 wrong neighbor, wrong neighbor. Tap your other neighbor and say neighbor, the blood takes care of your failure. When you mess up, when you miss it with God, when you miss it with, well, oh, tap your neighbor, say neighbor, the blood takes care of your favor that's why blood is shed this is why God says in scripture he keeps covenant and shows mercy why because if it was left up to weakness our weakness forever would cause him to break covenant if that was even possible the woman I'm done she goes to church that day. She walks in, and she don't realize, today, your covenant rights are going to kick in. <laughs> Ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, let me ask you something. Ought you not? Ought you not? I know that ain't good English, but go with it for a minute. You don't have a right to be healed and healed. You know, you know what I do? When somebody comes and say, listen, can you pray that the Lord heals me? Based on the covenant, I don't ask God, Lord, if it be your will, heal I don't even ask him to heal. You know what I ask him? I pull on him and I say, Holy Spirit, manifest the finished work of Jesus in this body. We were on our way to church this morning. I realized my brother, my brother, my colleague had a stroke. On his way to church this morning, I was going out to minister this morning. You can play softly. TJ, I'm leaving. And my wife and I was in the car, and I began to pray, and she started praying. And I said, where there's two or three gathered together, there was more than two in the car. I said, I attached my faith to hers, and we spoke to his body in Maryland. I come to tell somebody, while you're here, God is touching people in another state that's connected to you. And you know, you know what I realized when we was praying? I'm not coming based on contract. I'm coming based on covenant. That when I talk to you, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, according to covenant, we 
know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. And I said, Holy Spirit, manifest yourself in his body. And I told, I said, angels, I release you now to Maryland. Give us a victorious report. Bring him out of that hospital. Amaze the doctors and let them know that you are Jehovah Rapha. Oh, God. Why? Because we're in covenant with you. I need some people that understand that nothing can keep you bound because you have a covenant and you have a right to be loose. I want you to stand on your feet and open up your mouth and give God praise up in this room for the great things that he's going to accomplish before the day is over, before the night is done, before the week is out. I'm trying to tell you, I come to tell you prophetically that there's a ship over your head. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Sound man, put the organ, put the organ in the house if you can. Come on, come on, open up your mouth, open up your mouth and thank God for coming in. Look at, watch this, look at what's happening. I was reading the news on my phone and you know what they were saying? Because of all that's happening in Puerto Rico, one billion dollars it's gonna take. These people don't have power, don't have food. My heart, and I'm saying to myself, I think I got problems. I don't know about you, but I get an attitude if my cell phone dies. I get, I get cranky. I got moody yesterday because I went out with my daughters to the mall and I thought I had plugged up my computer. So I'm thinking I'm coming home to a fully charged computer. When I got back, it was on 46. I had an attitude. Can you imagine living in Puerto Rico? where you don't even have the ability to plug up anything. I saw another report and it talked about FEMA. There's people waiting for FEMA. They can't, they're gonna be waiting for a while. They don't know, look at people with Sandy. People still haven't recovered. But no matter what happens around the believer, the Holy Spirit knows how to keep your mind intact. Why? Because you're in covenant. Every time I travel and I get on the plane, I never forget when I first started traveling to Los Angeles, and I was coming back, I think it was my second time, and the plane started rocking, and fear wanted to grip me. And I had to remember, a thousand shall fall at my side, and 10,000 but you give your angels charge over me to keep me in all my ways. I had to remember the covenant. My mind had to come back to the God that I was in the covenant with. He that dwelleth under the secret place of the most high, come on, say it, shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. I will say of the Lord. He is, he is. Touch your neighbor, say neighbor. He is, he is, he is, he is. I had to remember remember that I was in covenant with the God that created the universe. I had to remember 
Not only that I'm in covenant with him, he's in covenant with me. Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, remember your covenant. Remember your covenant. The Bible says he is forever mindful of his covenant. He has his mind on his covenant. Now, what about you? Take your neighbor by the hand. We're getting ready to go. I had to remember, man of God. I had to remember. I don't know. I don't know. I remember growing up in church and they were saying, I don't know about tomorrow, but I know who holds. I don't worry. I don't worry. I can't. I can't afford. Why? I've seen them do too much. Here we are, October 22nd, within a few weeks. You will cross over into a whole nother year. Watch this. That other people did not live to see. There were people, I'm sure, that were making plans for Thanksgiving. I'm going to invite so-and-so over. Or we're going to go to the United States for, for, for Thanksgiving, for Christmas. But they're no longer here. And maybe you're in the sound of my voice and you have family members that I'm talking about. People that are in those countries. But let me tell you something. I believe that your covenant with God, because you, because you're in covenant. Maybe you're a mother under the sound of my voice and you got grandchildren and children that's not properly acting correct. Let me tell you something the covenant says I will not only save you but I'll save your household and even though they may not be in line right now the covenant well I gotta go to the doctor I gotta go to the doctor and I don't know they're saying they're saying last time they saw something but I'm gonna go back and I'm believing God let me tell you tonight there's enough power in this room to do surgery on your body and to wipe it out tonight oh why because the covenant said by his stripes covenant said. I'm not talking about your guest preacher. I'm not talking about your favorite preacher. I'm talking about what the covenant says. My God shall supply. Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, everything you need for the rest of this year is already supplied. Oh, tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't worry about nothing. Just give God praise in advance for what's already worked out. Ain't no sense in you worrying about nothing. I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but ain't no sense in you worrying about nothing else. You might as well praise him. You might as well praise him. You might as well praise him. I don't know why I'm picking this up, but some of y'all deal with stress and anxiety. We curse stress and anxiety. Be loose. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, be free, be free. Be loose, be loose, be loose. Be delivered. No, 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 no. Find about seven people and touch them and say, be loose, be loose, be loose. Find about seven people and tell them be loose, be healed, be delivered. You have a covenant right to be free. Ain't no need to worry about what the night is going to bring. It'll be all over. Somebody clap your hands and give God a praise because it's already fixed. It's already done. It's already finished. 
woman, let me tell you something, we about to go. That woman went to church that day and she didn't know that all it took was one touch from the word of God. All it took was one touch from Jesus. Listen, 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 listen. How many of y'all got the Holy Ghost? Don't fool around with me. Don't lie to me now. How many of y'all got the Holy Ghost? Do you know the covenant says, and you shall lay hands on the sick? Did you know the covenant says, and these signs shall follow them that believe, not bishops, not apostles, not elders, them. Tap your neighbor, say, neighbor, I'm one of them, 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 I'm one of them. Do me a favor, put your hand on your neighbor and say, be loose. That's it, be loose, be loose, be loose, be loose. Be loose, be loose, be loose. Hey, hey, be loose, 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 be loose. Now open up your mouth and act like you're loose. Act like you're loose. Open up your mouth and act like you're loose. Act like you're delivered. Act like you know the God of your salvation. Hey, 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 hey. Have the praises of his people. Go ahead and praise them. Fill this room. Oh, oh, Lord, I praise you for the glorious things that you have done. I don't see it, but I'll praise you on credit. I don't see it, but I'll praise you because it's already done. Listen, I'm about to go. I believe there's enough power in this room. Let me ask an honest question that deserves an honest answer. How many of y'all came in this room tonight and you got, you, you, there's something going on in your body, like a backache or something like that, and you're not quite feeling yourself? Raise your hand so I can see you. Now listen, I'm, I want you to take a step of faith, right? And I want you to do something that you couldn't do before. Like if your back was hurting, I want you to bend over. I want you to stretch. I want you to do something because I believe that you, you leaving out of here not the same way you came in here because there's enough power to lose somebody did you know that you as a Holy Ghost believer that you are an authorized dealer tap your neighbor say neighbor I'm an authorized dealer I'm an authorized dealer I work for the kingdom of God. I'm an ambassador for Christ. I don't come by myself. I came packing with power. That's what the covenant says. That makes you an authorized dealer. Maybe that's why Jesus says in John 20, he breathed on them and said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost.
But wait a minute, that was that, that's that's the, that's the churchy part. Here's the kingdom part. And whosoever sins, you remit. In other words, if you say it's over, it's over. And who else, whosoever sins, you don't remit, they'll stay in that same condition. Listen, how many of y'all believe that you are an authorized dealer of the kingdom of God? And that watch that signs and wonders follow your life. Well, I want you on the count of three. You don't know what your neighbor's dealing with, but I want you to touch them and say, be healed, be free, be delivered. One, two, three, do it now, do it now. Yep, yep, they just got free. They just got free. Father, we believe your word. Do me a favor, get out your seat and go find somebody else across the room and say, be healed, be delivered, be set free. Go ahead, go ahead, find somebody else, find somebody else, find somebody else. The glory, the glory of the Lord. Some of y'all that move out your seat, go find somebody and tell them, be healed, be delivered. That's what the covenant said. We about to go, y'all. We about to go, y'all. But let me tell you something. Jesus didn't save you so you could just go to church and hoping and a wishing and a wishing and a hoping. But he saved you to be a billboard of his glory. Put your hands together and give God a praise for making you a billboard of his glory. I wish a leader, I wish a leader would go find another leader and say it's already done. By the time you get home, by the time you get home, Lord, I wish a mother would go find another mother and tell her, by the time you get home, it's going to be worked out in your favor. You hear me, brother? You hear me, man of God? That thing is already worked out. Watch what I tell you. That thing, slap the devil with your praise. Slap the devil with your praise. Slap the devil. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. That's what the covenant said. That's what the covenant said. That's what the covenant said. to love it in high school because we had we had this little group and we used to go to parties and put on some good music and it wasn't like it wasn't nothing like putting on a good record and everybody just so 
So watch this, watch it. And I'm not trying to make you dance, but I heard something. Tap your name and say, neighbor, he heard something in the spirit. He heard something. Ask me what I heard. What you hear? You know what I heard? This is what I heard. The Holy Ghost said, tell everybody that would praise me, no matter what it looks like in front of them. He said, and I, in their praise, I'm going to ambush the enemy. I'm going to ambush the enemy. And what's coming against them is going to turn around and flee. Now you're going to hit the floor. white jacket. What, what's your name? Uh, Francis. Francis. Right. Uh, 
If, if I told you to do something, would you do it? All depends, right? Do, do me a favor. It just comes stand right here. Look at me for a second. Look at me for a second. Turn around. You you was you started dancing before any of this jumped off, right? I saw you over there, and the Holy Ghost had me turn over there to you. The Lord said to tell you, within the next three to seven days, there's going to be such a shift at your address. I don't even I don't I don't even think if people had if people quite knew what you come in here dealing with, they would kind of think twice. But let me tell you something, as sure as I'm standing here before you, the angel of the Lord is already at your address. Look at me, look at me. Cause I, I, gotta, I gotta hook up, I gotta hook two more people up with you. Because the Holy Ghost told me, once I tell these two women of God to come and to dance with you, as they rejoice with you, God's going to shift something in their family line that they'll be able to testify between now and March 2018. And those two women are you and you. You need to come over here and get her by the arm.
listen, I gotta go, Perfecto. We'll catch, we'll catch up next time. We'll catch up next time. The Holy Ghost say the same. We'll catch up next time. But if I told you to do something, would you do it? Would y'all do it? If I told you to do something, would you do it? When I count to three, I want everybody to clap your hands and go down and say Jesus and then come back up. Are you ready? One, two, three, go down and come back up. Go back down, go back down. Jesus. 